You're listening. You're listening to a University of Kentucky. University of Kentucky. College of Arts and Sciences podcast. As the language of the greats, from the writings of Cicero to Ovid and Virgil, Latin has been restricted to the confines of the past, thought of as a forgotten and venerable language spoken only by the ancient Romans. It's time to think again, because the Latin Studies program is reviving Latin within their very own classrooms, teaching students how to read, write, and speak Latin. In this podcast, we speak with Lenny Lecce, a visiting scholar, about the uniqueness of the Latin Studies program and how this benefits students studying Latin. My name is Lenny, in Portuguese, Lenny Leite. Here people call me Lenny. I am a professor at the Federal University of Espírito Santo in Brazil, and I've been here for years as a visiting scholar, doing research on the active use of Latin in classrooms at the university level. How did you get involved with the MCL program here at UK? I have known about the summer Latin workshop that is carried out by Dr. Thunberg. I finally managed to come in 2010, and it really opened my eyes to something that I had never thought possible, which is the possibility of using Latin in a more active manner in the classroom as a pedagogical tool. And by active manner, I mean, of course, writing it and speaking it. It was really a surprise to me, that 2010 summer workshop, and I went back home thinking hard about how I was going to implement that, how I could use that within the limits and possibilities of my own program back home, because it's a totally different reality. I had to think how I could change it, implement it, and well, I had a research project in my hands. I came here and I started really looking hard at how people do this here. I chose to come to MCL at the University of Kentucky because this is the only graduate program where classes are carried out in Latin, 100%. It's unique in the country. I um, attended some of the graduate uh, classes here. I was able to talk to the professors and the students, also understand why they came here, which to me was very important. And it's very interesting how many of them came here for the same reason I did, because it's a unique program. What happens during the summer workshops? It was really a very profound experience. The first year, it just changed the way I looked at lots of things. What happens during the summer workshops um, is that in the first day, we usually have dinner where we chat and get to know other people. And then from the next day morning on for the next nine days, 10 days, we speak only in Latin. And then we have many different kinds of activities. So it's basically to improve your use of Latin. It's all very good and well that you do that within a classroom or within a scenario where you know you're learning or teaching. But the Latin goes on beyond that. So we go to have lunch together and we're speaking Latin during lunch. We go have dinner together and we're speaking Latin during dinner. We have barbecues outside and we're speaking Latin during the barbecues. That gave me a real sense of, hey, it's a language. Because funnily enough, Many people learn Latin and study Latin, and I think they don't get this feeling that it's a language. It's more like a code, because you're only reading it. And that's why the impact was so big. Because I had been for years learning Latin before that, and literally years, you know, many years. And 
at that point, I looked back at my history with Latin. I said, like, wow, I was treating it as a code, not as a language. I didn't have this feeling that it could be used for anything. And that's something Dr. Thunberg says sometimes, and he's right. He says, you can talk about anything you want in Latin. It's a language. And it's funny because you, people tend to doubt it. But they don't doubt that you can speak about anything in German. They don't doubt you can speak about anything in Russian. But they do about Latin. Why? It's because of the way it's taught. That's my answer. It's because it's taught like it, this arcane code in the old books, you know. It's something more like something that you should be in awe and be f to fear. And it's very difficult. And the workshop makes you see it as it's a language. You know, you can talk about what you did yesterday in it. You can talk about a movie you watched in it. And, and, and that's it. So this was, this changed everything. When did you start actually speaking Latin? When did you make that jump? In 2010, when I came here. I had never tried, and I have to say it was pretty shameful. And I think most Latin teachers that don't speak Latin feel like that. Because, you know, people go like, oh, you're a Latin teacher? Yeah, I mean, I am. Oh, say something for me. And you go like, uh. And it's, it's very funny because we, at the, the, in the traditional way you learn that, you tend to think that's normal. It's like, of course I don't know. Nobody knows. And it's a lie. Many people do know. And, you know, it doesn't happen anymore. Since then, people said, told me, I'll say something Latin, and I have something to say, you know. Yeah. But it was the very first time, and it was, it was very hard. It was very hard. It is a very hard um, step. Something that helped me is that the environment here, the people, it's a very receptive environment. So how does that change how you would teach Latin? within the class? Like, how have you seen that happen in our Latin classes here at UK? Here, at the graduate program that I've been following, the classes happen 100% in Latin. So the exercises are written in Latin. Some of the classes are like that. So, of course, that it's pretty much impossible for me to go back home and do that because the students don't speak Latin. Here, many of the students do speak Latin. So, But I have seen also classes where they try to make that jump. Another unique feature of the program here is not just the use of active Latin. It's how they look at Latin in its whole history, in its whole breadth of history. Because in many places, when you think about Latin, oh, Latin, yeah, that language of the ancient Romans, you know, that around 400 AD, it was dead. And they certainly don't treat it like that here. What I mean is that it's not only how you teach Latin, but it's what you teach. So in terms of content, they are very much uh, aware that Latin didn't disappear in 400, 500 AD. It continued being used throughout the Middle Ages. It continued being used in the Renaissance. It continued being used, you know, so people, uh, Latin never really stopped being used. You can only say that Latin died if you're talking about specifically native tongue. You know, if someone wants to work with anything later than, you know, the fall of the Roman Empire, they have to go study philosophy or they have to go study history. They have, it's like there's no literature. But there's a lot of literature. So the program here goes up to pff, yesterday, you know, basically. So, for example, I have attended a class last term on medieval Latin, and I have attended a class this term on neo-Latin, which is like Latin from the Renaissance times up, up you know, to modern times. So this is also very unique. This is also very... And, and, it's, and it's a battle, you know, that I think they are really waging and I think they can win because you see that also in other places how people are starting to say wait why are we ignoring this large part or 
Why are we leaving to other people? Because that's what happens. And I think this is slowly changing as well. And here it is something very important. It is a place for people who want to work with later Latin, you know, and, and that's rare. That's rare. Thanks for listening, and thanks to the College of Arts and Sciences and the Department of Modern and Classical Languages, Literatures, and Cultures for making this podcast possible.